Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's another episode of Pastors of Pain. So, sorry, I'm trying to send a text message over here and tweet <laughs> li- live. Can't, I'm trying to live tweet multi, this event. You're not good at multitasking, Father. Uh, I'm trying to learn why on the air. Hello. While on the air, texting and tweeting. Texting and tweeting. Wow. Is that, is that, is that illegal? three things. Is that illegal? Luckily, this is a padded room. Or <laughs> if it wasn't a padded room, I'd probably be hurt by now. Well, we're glad you've joined us. I'm Father Brian O'Brien. Father Kerry Wakulich. I'm the pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church here in beautiful, lovely, glorious Stillwater, Oklahoma. The USA. Red Dirt Riviera. The Red Dirt Riviera. I want that to be the sign at the entrance door. Welcome to Stillwater, America. I will Sister say. Sister city of what? Sister city of what? Somewhere in Japan. Uh-huh. Red uh, Dirt Riviera. I will say... The uh, I've now lived in Stillwater for a year. I can I say ha- things. Now. Happy anniversary to uh, you. The entry points of Stillwater are not impressive to me. You mean on Coil Road? Because uh, Coil Road enters into Stillwater. What, at, it, kind of at whatever point. I remember when I first came to Stillwater. I was sort of. Ex- I don't know. I guess I was sort of expecting like a like a. There's a sign, right? Uh-huh. But I was. I don't know. I was expecting more. That that I've always I'd always heard that Stillwater was like a place of great hospitality and friendliness and wow. But then when you come into town, I mean, from either direction, or from multiple directions, there's kind of like, oh, oh, okay. What do they have at the entrance of Houston? I maybe that, maybe Houston. No, Houston is not. Don't the they model. have a giant statue of like Sam Houston? There? Uh that's it. Like in, that's in Huntsville. Oh, Huntsville. Okay, yeah. but nice. I just feel like I don't know where I grew up. Like in uh, in in uh, Kingwood, Texas, there's like this. Huge sign that says Kingwood, the livable forest. What? The livable forest. No way. That's right. So what would be a motto of Stillwater? <laughs> Red Dirt Riviera. I I just feel like something should should because I mean the amount of people that come and visit every year, uh huh. For mostly for OSU, but for other reasons. Like I don't know. I feel like our 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 front door should be like right as you get off the highway, I mean, or we're kind of are at the point where like you enter Stillwater. I don't know, oh, some flowers or something. <laughs> some flowers or something. Right now, there's just like a big blue sign that, that says, says "Welcome to Stillwater, sister, sister city of Her- no, something." Nagasaki. It's something, not Nagasaki. No. Hiroshi. Something in uh, Japan. I don't know. Some down in Japan. Wait, but wait. anyway, I, di- well, I, di- welcome, welcome I digress. Welcome uh, we're, we're glad you've joined us. Uh, we thank you for listening. Re- uh, yeah, we do. We do. We really do. Thank you for listening. I will tell you. You know, this is. Uh, we don't have like sponsors or anything. We are entirely funded by the generosity the, of the of, Plasma Center of the. <laughs> of That's how when Father Carrie and I weekly donate blood. Uh, <laughs> or we get paid. No, uh, no. We actually. So we have the radio ministry here in Stillwater, uh-huh. and and people give money to to that. Nice. To keep us to keep us on the air. I would love a Catholic radio station in here. Oh my I goodness! Could talk Don't even all, get me started. I could talk all day. Don't long. even get me. Okay, you've got me started. <laughs> no, 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 stop. I want a Catholic radio station in English and in Spanish. Really? That would be. Wouldn't sweet. that be great? Yeah, that'd be awesome. So we'll see. It's on our. We're coming out with our uh, uh, kind of parish like ten year strategic plan uh-huh. coming up, and that's in there. But that's a lot of shoot. That's I, a lot of money. I used to build uh, radio jammers. I can build one and knock all the cell towers out. And the, well, it take the cell that. towers. Don't say the that on the air. Don't say that on the air. Okay, well, they'll come. They'll come for my you. My military days. The FCC. 
you know me. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, anywho, hey. Um, but anyway, I, so you can send us money. Really? Do you, if you want to support this ministry, do we send it to the bank account in Jamaica or the one in Stillwater? It, send to it Saint to Francis. The off, send exactly? it to the offshore account. <laughs> Turks uh, and Caicos. <laughs> send it. I just send it to Saint Francis Xavier. We'll take it. Okay, if so, kids, kids, if you're out there and you got a, you got some change, turn it into yeah. a dollar, put it in the envelope, yeah. send it to us, so we can stay on the air. Yeah. So, uh, Father Kerry and I uh, last week were with um, many, many priests and deacons. I love those days of the diocese of Tulsa. So, if you didn't know, so it, kind of in any, in, I feel like in any profession, there there is like a continue education, continuing ed, right? So, if, when I, you know, if you're a teacher, when I was a high school administrator, you know, you go to workshops and things to kind of stay on on top of your craft. Well, priests are no different. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they say that you can tell like when a priest went to seminary <laughs> by the books on his shelf. You yeah. know that if he went in the '60s, that's the books he has on his shelf are all his seminary books from the '60s. We were kind of cautioned against that in seminary of like, look, don't be that guy, you know. Um, there's there's always new and interesting theology coming out, uh, new encyclicals, new documents of the church, um, you know, just a lot of smart people out there that are Indeed. that are writing. So twice a year, thanks be to God and through the generosity of the people, uh, the priests and deacons of the Diocese of Tulsa, we gather, uh, usually in Tulsa, and we bring in a speaker. Um, mm-hmm. And then these cover, it covers theology, it covers, um, you know, preaching, it covers pastoral care. Uh, I'm trying to think of recent ones we've had. Just, you know, just basically we, we bring in smart, holy people to help us be smarter and holier. Yeah. Well, this l- last week, um, the priests and deacons gathered in Tulsa, and we had a really an exceptional three days. It's like a Monday night, all day Tuesday, yeah. and Wednesday morning. And a lot of guys were there. Our bishop was there. Both Which, bishops were there. Both, yeah, both bishops um, were And it was just phenomenal. And and the main speaker was uh, a priest from Philadelphia named Father Philip Bochansky. What? What? Uh, I love saying that. Bochansky. Bochansky. <laughs> what a Isn't name. Isn't that fun to say? Yeah. I mean, it's probably, it's probably got a lot of nicknames from that. And Bochansky. Father Bochansky is a priest of the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, but his full-time job is he's the executive, executive director of Courage International. And Courage uh, is the Catholic Church's official outreach to those uh, who experience same-sex attraction. Mm-hmm. For those men and women who are, who are attracted to or who have, at, at points in their life, attraction to the same sex. And it was just a fascinating couple days on uh, the theology on psychology, and then also on like on preaching, and and also on pastoral care uh-huh. um, of how we as priests and deacons, how our parishes can do more to to help those who have a same sex attraction and but who but who want to live according to the, the teachings of the Catholic Church according the to gospel. the gospel, yeah. um, and and who want to remain. We're all called to chastity. Yeah. Every single person is called to chastity. What? Um, really? And for those who experience same sex attraction. Yeah. That's a, that's a very particular uh-huh. call. And so the, uh, the church, st- this started back in the 80s, Father John Harvey. Uh, I didn't catch who that of, was. Father John Harvey is a, was a priest of, I think he was a priest of New York City, or a priest somewhere, somewhere kind of East Coast, but Cardinal Cook, Cardinal Terrence oh, Cook, yeah, yeah, sure. um, invited Father Harvey to come to New York 
to help start this ministry. And so it began, and it's been passed down and passed down, and now uh, Father Bochansky is now in charge. What do you think they call um, it, Courage? Oh, I mean, I, I mean, it's a very appropriate name. By the way, their, their website, check it out, is, is CourageRC.com? Dot org? Uh, hold on, hold on. We're looking. gov? We're looking. <laughs> Not dot CourageRC.org. <laughs> CourageRC. CourageRC.org. And, and Father, Father Bochansky said that they, they, would, they tried to get, I guess, Courage.org, but years ago, somebody had already taken that. So CourageRC, the RC is Roman Catholic. CourageRC.org is, a, is actually a really good website. It has kind of the, the spirituality of courage, testimonies. Um, and then it also has um, information about local chapters, of courage. Of courage. And then there's also this other component of it, which is called Encourage, which is for families of those who, of men and women who experience same-sex attraction. So it's meant to be a support. Courage is meant to be a support for those who experience yeah. same-sex attraction and want to live according to the, to the gospel. And the other is for families of those. Who want to help them. Who want to help. And so here in the Diocese of Tulsa, we have both a Courage chapter. Oh, do it. Yeah. And an encourage chapter. Um, so our courage chaplain is Father Todd Nance, who's the pastor of uh, St. Patrick's in Sand Springs, and Our Lady of the Lake in Manford. They meet monthly um, in Sand Springs. Okay, you got to call him to. Uh, get so the yes, input. so you can actually go if you go to courageRC.org, and you could look up the local chapters. You'll find Father Todd. Um, and then Encourage is run by Father John O'Neill, nice. who is a priest of our diocese. He's the pastor of St. John before the Latin Gate in Bartlesville, uh, north of Tulsa. And that group meets monthly also at the, uh, at the diocesan offices in Broken Arrow. Okay. And so locally, we have, we have certainly this website, um, but we also have these local chapters of both Courage and Encourage for people um, who would like support. Beautiful. It's I, wonderful. I was uh, I was caught off guard uh, when uh, Courage came to the Diocese of Tulsa, and I saw the chaplain's name, and it said Bishop David Gondola. Yeah. And I was like, our bishop is the chaplain? He's like, that's how important it is. Well, yeah, when he came, it's important for we, because we, we had not previously, we did yeah. not have, Courage had been around a long time, but we had not had a, a, uh, chapter. a Courage chapter or an Encourage chapter here in the Diocese of Tulsa. And so when Bishop moved here, whenever that was, it would be three years this summer, wow, uh, he called, I guess called Father Bochansky and said, we, we're starting a chapter and I'm the chaplain <laughs> until, until <laughs> I, I can that, find a priest. <laughs> I guess that sets the mood. And then it was beautiful. But then we got an email. I don't know when that was. That was probably two years ago now. All the priests got an email and basically said, do any of you kind of feel called to take on this, this added ministry? And so guys, you know, guys prayed about it, and, and both Father Todd Nance and Father John O'Neill stepped up, and, mm-hmm. and they're both good. They're, just, they're awesome guys, good priests. Um, so anyway, I'm just so glad that, we, that this, this apostolate has, has started um, because it's a great need. There's a lot of, um, I, I find, I mean, we, we see this all the time, just a lot of, I think, a lot of confusion in the world about uh, identity, about sexuality. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of misconceptions out there, even about what the church teaches. And so this, this, the, when we went last week to Tulsa and heard Father Bochansky, and he brought in some other, he brought in uh, an endocrinologist where we talked about um, gender dysphoria. He brought in, was that other guy, was a, was a psychologist. Yeah. And we talked about um, 
uh, just kind of a lot of the po- kind of potential kind of roots of of of, of same sex attraction and and then we actually heard from uh, some people, uh, a husband and wife team from Encourage who had been who had benefited from the ministry of Courage and Encourage, and it was anyway just so heartening and it was just it was a nice refresher, um, and I think probably my my biggest takeaway and I think a lot of, I think a lot of people think that the, that the Catholic Church is down on sex, that we're all about. We're just the no. We're the no fun league, right? <laughs> no fun league. Uh, that that one that we're sort of obsessed with it, right? And two that we just like we want everyone to be miserable, <laughs> and that's yeah. why priests are celibate, and that's why you know we have a pretty strong stance on uh, on a lot of you know a lot of moral issues. But it's exactly the opposite, right? Father Bochansky, he he made a great line. He said, "The church proposes the high road." That what we what we say is that what what the Catholic Church teaches about sex, sexuality, identity, um, is so is so it's good news, it's good news, yeah. and it's meant to bring about human flourishing. It's not meant right. In the, we, a lot of people quote Jeremiah Jeremiah twenty nine eleven right. I have plans for, for your you, future, future. Uh, a future full of hope of well for your welfare, not for your woe. Uh, right, that's the church's teaching. It's it's for your good. Is it hard? Yes. Yes. All right. But is it for your own good? Yes. Uh, anyway, I was just, I was kind of moved by, by that, just that general sort of tone of things and just how positive and, and friendly and um, that we're, we propose the high road. We want people to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times our sin can, can get in the way of that. And it was just a great reminder of, of, of all that the church teaches. Um, and I'm just, just very grateful that our bishop brought in uh, Father Bochansky, grateful for the courage apostolate. Um, what do you think? I would, uh, I would retweet everything you just said. I, I, it gave us... It, it is... There's so much going on in our culture, inside the church and outside the church, of the 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 beautiful, sorry. Let me rephrase this: the misuse of the beautiful gift of human sexuality, both inside the church and outside the church. Yep. Yeah, we are not immune. Yeah, we are church not, people, religious people, are not immune. Yeah, by any means. It, it was it was a great opportunity to stop and look and say, well, what what is this beautiful gift of human sexuality? properly ordered from not only from Genesis throughout the scriptures, uh, the miracle of the wedding feast of Cana, of the beauty of matrimony, of uh, the writings of uh, Pope John Paul II. Theology of the body. Theology of the body. Yep. And throughout, uh, uh, e- even, even talk from Seek on the beautiful gift of human sexuality from religious sisters, from... Uh, the the Everett's from these married Jason couples. Jason and Kristalina Everett, yep. yeah. Yeah. From them as well. And to uh, and to even read books for uh, uh, and articles from people with same sex attraction on the discovery of the beauty of of not only chastity, but of this new higher calling that they've discovered by listening to the scriptures, by listening to the church's teaching, by spending time in prayer and growing into that, that divine intimacy yeah. that all of us seek. Yep. The divine intimacy that all of us seek that 
when uh, things, whatever it is, gets gets disordered and pulls our hearts and our minds away from the good Lord and from his church, take us wherever. Well, and I, I appreciated the remind you know where where Father Bochanski started in his talks, is that where we start in Scripture and in the teachings of the Church, we start with the human person, and we have to understand. We call it in the fa- fancy theological phrases. We call it anthropology, <coughs> Christian anthropology. Uh-huh. What what are what is what are humans? What is the human person? What is our purpose? What are we here for? Um, and, and so we go back to you go back to the book of Genesis, you know that at ver- the very beginning, right? Male and female, he created them um, in his image, in his image and likeness, he created them. And so every person, man and woman, uh, we are created in the image and likeness of God. And what a great gift that is. And then so from there, we now start to understand why we're here. One of the great lines he said, Father Bochanski said, he was talking about like the, the, the natural law, that there are just certain laws that, that sort of predate oh, yeah. government, oh, you know? Uh-huh. And so he said, so just as an example, he said, if an alien came down <laughs> this, to... This was, this if, was really if like... If an alien came I'd down... i heard this several times, but it didn't sink in yeah, until he said it. <laughs> if an alien came to Earth and just looked at like... The, a man's body, like or a woman's body, or a woman's body, just individually, right? It like wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense. Like uh, so, no, no, no. The heart makes sense. The yeah, veins yeah, yeah, make yeah. sense. The lymphatic system makes sense. The brain makes sense. Right. The toes and the feet, all those body parts. But the, the reproductive system doesn't would make not sense. would not make sense on its own. And so, right there, you you have that like that God has created male and female. To be to be with each other, um, the the phrase we would use, John Paul II used it a lot in his theology of the body. He uses the phrase complementarity, right? That yep. we fit, we fit together, men and women fit. Um, and I and, and I just I just I was really kind of moved by that. I thought that was a great point. You know, the, the, yeah. So the circulatory system makes sense, the heart makes sense, the legs make sense. But the reproductive the, yeah, the genitalia. system would not would not make sense. You're like, oh, huh? <laughs> With a man's does not make sense without a woman, and a woman's does not make sense without a man. And so there's this this natural law that is just that is given to us, um, and that and that we are to then use. Um, and the church's teaching, you know, what we we would say is that that sex has has two main purposes. Um, mm-hmm. It's meant to be unitive, in that it brings two people together. And it's meant to be procreative, mm-hmm. that it's supposed to be open to the gift of life. And so it, if, a, if a sexual act that's not, that doesn't fit those two criteria is, is, is not moral. It is right. immoral. Um, it needs to be unitive, meaning in the context of marriage, right. and needs to be um, procreative, meaning open to the possibility and, and of you life. may and you may not be able to have children but the, there's always the possibility of having life yeah. and and the, the there's also a third one that was always thrown in there is that it's open to uh, to grace like the lord works grace through that act and he provides the couple with grace to lay down their lives for each other to share their lives completely totally fruitfully uh, with the other which is is uh, is difficult yeah. to do when total yeah uh, Christopher free West. total 
faithful yes. and fruitful. Yeah, that every 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 act should be free. You're choosing it. Yeah. Uh, faithful. Uh, yeah. Meaning that it's it's a, in a in the context of a not just a committed relationship, like we love each other, or this is my boyfriend or this is my girlfriend, but in marriage. Yeah. In a in a in a relationship that has now been. Uh, where there's a commitment for life, okay? So free, faithful, total, yeah. meaning the total gift of self. So that's where we would get, where the, ch- the church um, is opposed to the use of contraception mm-hmm. because it, it, it takes away the total. It says, to a, it says to a person, I give you the gift of myself except for this part. I give you my total self except for blank. This the reproduction except for the opportunity to reproduce, and and we want it should be a total gift, a total gift. So free, faithful, total, and then fruitful. Fru- fruitful. That it's open to the possibility of of marriage of not of marriage um, of, <laughs> of life. <laughs> open to, open the to the possibility of of life. It's um, not. And so it was just a nice reminder of just of the goodness, uh, and you know, and, and again, especially recently, like the church, we've not we've not lived that out. Right, as faithfully um, as we as we could, uh, but nevertheless, the teaching still stands. Yeah, there, there's this uh, uh, Monsignor Shea. Is that the guy from uh, St. Mary's College? Uh huh. Is it O'Shea or Shea? Uh, Shea. He he gave this talk. He gave this talk at Seek to the priests uh, right um, right before the sacrament of confession, and he was referencing a uh, a priest that was ordained a priest at Dachau, uh, and he had met um, this tour guide to Dachau the previous couple months prior who had told him the story about this priest and the priests uh, said he he regretted that it took Dachau to get the complacency out of priests Ooh. it took Dachau to get the mediocrity yeah. out of the church yeah. uh, and it's it's taking this unchastity uh, that's going on right now in the midst of the church to really let us look yeah, at chastity and say, and say, okay, yeah. you, well, let's see what unchastity does. This is it on display. It, I mean, people lie, they deceive each other, uh, they hide things, they pay people off. They, I mean, they they ruin people's lives when uh, when chastity is not part of the uh, yeah. Christian living. Yep. And it goes all the way back and back and back and you know. We, we, we pray for this great gift of healing upon the world that uh, by living out chastity, by living uh, this beautiful gift out in, in our priesthood, but also, uh, you know, it, in college life, as a young man or a young woman, as a teenager, you know, having parents talk to their kids at, um, when they can when they have the freedom to, to talk to them to the beauty about their sexuality, yep. the beauty of this gift of God. It, I mean, it's what, a gift. It it's is a gift. gift. It's a great it's gift. A gift. It's an incredible gift because you get to participate in the co-creating act of God. But with, gifts can be misused. Yes. Right? I gave you chopsticks for your birthday. If you start, you know, impaling me with the chopsticks, <laughs> right? You're using <laughs> the gift <laughs> in a, you're using the gift in a, in a, in the wrong they way. They say St. Carrie of Tulsa on the side of it. And then they're evidence then, of, of your murder. Of a murder weapon. <laughs> um, and that's what we don't want to do. We want to, we want to, we want this beautiful gift uh, of chastity for the entire world. To be used for our good. Yeah. 
for the building up for the building up the kingdom, the the building up of relationships, not the tearing down of the human person, because the human person is so beautiful. And as we, uh, that's why I just like when we do this stuff, we have to go back to science. We have to go back to science. You know, a lot of this stuff that we're that we're talking about is like in our culture right now is really, and I, I think as I, as I was reading over Christmas break, is a lot of anti-science. Like we we look at the human person, we look at our culture, we look at our world, we look at you know how we treat human beings, and it's contra science. We don't treat eagle eggs with the same respect that we treat human beings. Yeah, like you go to jail, you go to federal prison, you touch an eagle egg. But you know what? You treat a human being improperly. You disrespect them. You you treat them in an unchaste kill manner. Kill oh, them if they're unborn. Oh yeah. You oh it's it's okay. Just slap on. You just don't do that again, please. But we we are we have this beautiful gift that we are created yeah. in God's image, so that we we share in that divine life. We all share. I love in that this. that we're co-creators. Yeah. We have the ability to be co-creators with God. Uh-huh. Woo! Better than an That's iPhone, amazing. baby. That's amazing. Better than an iPhone. So, the the uh, again, I encourage you to uh check out uh, couragerc.org um if if you think that courage would be of help to you. Uh you can con- contact I mean, I, I should say this too on a local level. Call you. Call um, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're your pastors and we want to be of help and support. Um, and if that's you, you just you want to talk. Um, if you want to go to confession, we, we want to help you. Uh, we love you. Yeah, we love you. Um, and that's the. I think a lot of times the church get we 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 come across as being unfriendly uh, and to a lot of people hateful. Um, and it's and it's not that. Um, and if that's been a person's experience, um, I, it it should not have been. Forgive us. Yeah. Forgive the church. Yeah. Let me on the... full of full of humans. Um, but anyway, we want to we want to be of help. So courage courage is a is a great ministry. Um, it's happening right here in the diocese of Tulsa uh, and in courage as well. So if you find if you think that would be helpful, check out the check out the website. Visit with one of us. We'd love to 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 visit with you. Uh, the church's teaching is good news. There's a lot of very helpful church documents um, on the subject that, that are all on that, on that Courage website. Uh, so again, Father Philip Bochansky is the executive director. You can look him up, follow Courage on, uh, on Twitter and Facebook. Oh yeah, I um, do now. Father Philip is on, uh, Father Bochansky's on, is on Twitter. Um, so there's a lot of great resources out there. Um, let me just throw out a couple more. Um, for parents, um, I've just come across um, a, a wonderful book and I actually ordered a bunch of copies for the parish. Um, and the book is called Made This Way, how to prepare kids to face today's tough moral issues. So I know, especially yeah. as parents, you're you're struggling with how do I talk to my kids about blank about this or that, <laughs> um, and it and it really it's wonderful. It's by uh, Leela Miller and and Trent Horn. Um, they do they do a great job with it. I actually ordered sixty copies, which what? I'm going to just dish out to to parents. Uh, and then all those documents that are on the Courage website are just. Plain, it's wonderful. a it's a great one stop shop. Yep. You go there and you're like, okay, how do I know this is good? This is going to be like I can give this, I can read this, I can give this to a friend, I can share this with my children, uh, I can retweet this on social media, I can send this out. Where where, where do I find all that good Catholic yeah. stuff? Bam. So I'll just let, let's close with uh, I'll give you the, the the five goals of the Courage Apostolate. 
which um, I love these things because they're, they're good for really any good. human being. Yep. Like all of us yep. should, should be doing So the these. first goal of the Courage Apostolate, uh, to live chaste lives in accordance with the Roman Catholic Church's teaching on homosexuality. Number two, to dedicate our entire lives to Christ through service to others, spiritual reading, prayer, meditation, individual spiritual direction, frequent attendance at Mass, and the frequent res- reception of the sacraments of reconciliation and Holy Eucharist. Ooh. Number three, to foster a spirit of fellowship okay. in which we may share with one another our thoughts and experiences and so ensure that no one will have to face the problems of homosexuality alone. Four, to be mindful of the truth that chaste friendships are not only possible but necessary in a chaste Christian life and to encourage one another in forming and sustaining these friendships. Lovely. And fifth, to live lives that may serve as good examples to others. Wow. So that's the that's the courage uh, apostolate. Anyway, it's wonderful. So I'm very grateful for our bishop, grateful to uh, Father Bochansky for coming down. Um, I know he actually did an interview with the Catholic Man Show. Did he so really? If you, guys, if you listen to that podcast, which you should, um, especially men, but anybody can listen to it, of course. Um, they did a really good, an hour-long interview. Because with, he was he was here in Tulsa. Because he was here in Tulsa. And, and they're they, in here and in Tulsa. Him, yeah, they got him oh, on the show. Oh, we're Stillwater. Um, so anyway, there's great resources out there. Uh, the, and let's just, let's just keep this topic, especially in prayer, um, the work of courage. Um, and then all men and women in the church who are um, experiencing same-sex attractions, that they would know that they are uh, indeed loved, first and foremost, by God. He chose us, not we chose him. And then that they find love and support and, and grace in uh, in our churches. Wow. Yeah. That was beautiful. So thanks, thanks for listening. Uh, this Benedice is another, another great episode, and uh, it's almost February. We're looking forward to seeing everybody at Mass this weekend. Happy Ordinary Time. And may God bless you. Yeah.